Hello everyone, welcome. Sorry, we've just been reading through notes and realized we were a couple minutes late. Hopefully um, you're all enjoying another beautiful sunny mm. Sunday, which is great. We're going to do a big walk later, I think. Are maybe. 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 Maybe, maybe not. Not to Scotts Landing, I know that. Once and done. Hmm. Yeah, so hopefully you've got your um, communion elements ready for your bubble. Um, we This is going to be the, the focus for today. Um, just love to be able to um, to all sort of know that we're, wherever we are and whatever bubble we're in, um, we can all be um, sharing in communion um, together with one another and with with Jesus. So that's our that's our focus this morning, and and so look forward to um, sharing those times um, all together one day when we're back together again. But but for now we'll just do it knowing that we are all um, doing it. And and one of those practices I think that we can do um, throughout the week as well. Whenever whenever it is that you listen to this. Um, just know that that's a, an incredibly um, privileged opportunity that we have, that we can all come together to the table and to meet. So, yeah, looking forward to doing that as well. We've got a couple of things we wanted to say. One is if you were a part of the quiz night or, or the oh, games night, sorry, games night on Friday, um, well done to everyone who, who did so well. Our team didn't win, which was a little bit of a, felt a like bit, a little bit of a setup. A I don't know, I feel a little bit, just as well, we've got time to heal before we come back together again. But um, have thank you so much to Craig and Tammy for an incredible game site and for Craig for doing it on his birthday as well. So, so we really, really do appreciate it. And it's just a great way of feeling. We were saying it's kind of like, it's a the, the lockdown version of like getting ready to go out. Um, it's kind of a nice... Nice thing night to out. look forward to, a nice night out. So. Except I did have my pyjama bottoms on, yeah, so I yeah. wouldn't normally go out It wasn't like quite that. like that, yeah. but, but pretty good anyway, so thank you. And so we just wanted to celebrate also lots of birthdays this week. Yeah, there's heaps of birthdays. So these are from Monday onwards. So Cherry Maguire, happy birthday. Lexi Reynolds, Micah Sands, Tilda Raby, Christine Stevens, Matt Durand, Adam Perkins, Craig Morris, and Samuel Durand. So I'm, if we've missed you, really sorry. This is just off my little list I have. So happy birthday to all you guys. Hope you uh, managed to celebrate in some way whilst we were still in lockdown. And happy anniversary to Lee and Sherilyn. 16 years I saw on Facebook. So, And we decided that you haven't aged at all. Yeah. A little bit, little bit grayer, maybe Lee, but but Sherilyn, unbelievable. Well, so, don't make Lee feel <laughs> no. So happy anniversary, guys! Um, and all of these, when we when we get be able to get back together again at some point, we'll have a massive um, dishing out of lots of birthday chocolates and lots of anniversary chocolates as well. Um, so congratulations! And if it is your birthday or anniversary, and we've missed it. Please put it in the comments, and then we yeah. can catch you up later as well. Um, so like I said, today we are going to be looking at communion together. Um, and, and what we had organized actually was to have do an online um, interview with a couple. And then really last minutes, they had some pretty major um, situation come up that we couldn't, we couldn't pre-record it. So um, we're going to change things up as we do really well in these, um, in these times. And just going to share a communion message with us all and invite us to come throughout the whether it's today or 
throughout the week to to share in communion with you. So if you've got a Bible, um, turn to Luke um, chapter 22, and Andrew's just going to read this passage. Yes, I'm going to start Luke 22, starting in verse 7, going through to verse 20. The Last Supper. Now the festival of unleavened bread arrived when the Passover lamb is sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John ahead. Oh, sorry, that's Betty dreaming in the background. Um, <laughs> I was wondering if you could start laughing at that. Sorry. I'll throw um, something at him. Jesus sent Peter and John ahead. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, where am I? Oh, now she's... <laughs> Sorry, I'll start again. There we go. Huh, okay, verse 7. Now the festival of unleavened bread arrived when the Passover lamb I can't stop, <laughs> read it, is sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John ahead and said, Go and prepare the Passover meal so we can eat it together. Where do you want us to prepare it? They asked him. He replied, As soon as you enter Jerusalem, a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. Follow him. At the house he enters, say to the owner, the teacher asks, where is the guest room where I can eat the Passover meal with my disciples? He will take you upstairs to a large room that is already set up. That is where you should prepare our meal. They went off to the city and found everything just as Jesus had said, and they prepared the Passover meal there. When the time came, Jesus and the apostles sat down together at the table Jesus said, I have been very eager to eat this Passover meal with you before my suffering begins. For I tell you now that I won't eat this meal again until its meaning is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. Then he said, take this and share it among yourselves. For I will not drink wine again until the kingdom of God has come. He took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took another cup of wine and said, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. You know, for, for most of us, we will be so familiar with that passage of Scripture and, and to be honest, really familiar with the practice of, of communion or the Eucharist. And, and it's possible sometimes for that familiar, in that, in that place of familiarity, um, for us to kind of lose sight or, or kind of forget the significance of, of this passage, but also of the practice of, of communion. That's one of the things I think I loved most or I love most about our Come to the Table series is that it seems to be um, when, we, when we hear or when we link um, our communion with, with someone's story, someone's faith journey, when, when the people, as each and every one has done you know, throughout the time that we've had, there's always been a moment in every one of those Come to the Table series where, where people, um, it almost seems like for me, from looking out, the room leans in. There's something about um, someone sharing their faith journey um, with all its ups and all its downs in vulnerability that really speaks to the fact that there is, we are all part of, of a bigger story. And that is really the, um, what it is to be a follower of Jesus is, is a lifelong commitment. And, and, 
and it's a being committed to journeying toward Jesus, to becoming more like Jesus. And in that journey, we, we know that, that, and we've heard it in the stories that have been told, mm-hmm. is that for each of us, the journey of faith, the journey of moving toward or becoming like Jesus is, is being committed to a life with, with its triumphs and its hardships, um, with its breakthroughs and with its pain with its celebrations and with its suffering. And the unshakable truth, however, about all of that is that Jesus is with us in the midst of all of it. You know, that's a message that we can really hold on to this, um, in this season that we find ourselves in, is, is that Jesus is with us. Not only is he with us, but he can relate to us. He knows what it's like. He knows However it is that you're feeling, he knows how, um, how you're feeling because he's felt it as well. I think one of the most encouraging um, scriptures that I know is in Hebrews um, 4. Angela's just going to read that. And it's just that idea, that reminding again of, of Jesus is a God who knows what it is to be human. Mm. Hebrews 4 verses 15 and 16. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses. For he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. You know, to follow Jesus is to do life with Jesus, that his presence be with us in in the joys and the celebrations but his presence be with us in the pain and the loss. His presence be with us in the triumphs and the victories, Mm -hmm. and his presence be with us in the suffering. We all have, you know, this new chapter in our life story. You know, we'll all be able to look back and be able to tell part of our life story of this whole COVID season, and we'll, we'll use terms like, um, or our chapter in our story, sorry, that, that will include COVID-19, that it will include things like lockdown, that it will include part of our story, that it will include online learning and online teaching and, and church online and all of those things. And however, however new that is and however current that is right now, um, there is also something um, so very true that God is with us, that his presence is with us in the midst of it. And, and that's right now for this season of our story. But, but it's what has always been and what will always be. The amazing thing about God's presence is so often it's just what we need. Do you know, like it's, it's so often God's presence or there's times when we, when we know that we've encountered or experienced God in, in, with us or in, our, in the midst of our situation and circumstance. It kind of gives us exactly what we need. I'll be super honest, this last week has been rough for me and probably <laughs> rough for Angela because of it's been rough for me. Um, but I've just found this last week so difficult. I've really struggled with with you know, all of the things that I'm talking about are finding God in the midst of it, feeling really disappointed about another week in level four. Like, I honestly think, like, as people, we're going to go through post-traumatic, you know, imagine being in an elevator and being scared to push level four, you know, like, there'll be trauma around level four and apartments on level four will all go at half price because no one wants to go to level four. It's like, oh, anyway, 
But what I've what I was thinking about is this week. I think it was on Friday that we went for a walk, which no, it just wasn't, Friday. wasn't a Friday. Who knows know. what days are? It's one of my tr troubles. Is one day leads into the next. But anyway, I was feeling particularly down, and we were just going for a walk as we do. And and for those of you who know, like I'm an extrovert, and I love I love people. I love being with people, talking to people, encountering people. And Just so, not me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's not true. But on this walk, we, we sort of set out and it's just a normal walk. But I ended up having, we ended up having three or four, four, four um, really for me, life-giving, encouraging conversations. Definitely a distance, you know, well over the two meters. But they were, I just got back and I just thought, God, you're so good. You know, your presence is so good. And for each of those people that I've had that conversation with, that kind of gave me enough to keep going, you know, to keep moving. And that's what's God, that is what God's um, presence is like. It's just what we need. Um, Isaiah 40 puts it this way. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. It's Isaiah 40, verse 31. You know, coming, coming to the Lord's table, coming to communion, eating the bread and, and drinking from the cup is to remind ourselves um, of the presence and the power of Jesus. That when we do that, whether we do it today or tomorrow or next week or next month or whatever, whenever we do that, we, are in, we have to know that Jesus is with us. He is present in that moment mm -hmm. and and i guess my hope or my prayer for us today in this season of that that more so than we've ever done before is we would know god's presence with us today as we break that bread as we hold it in our hand as we hold that cup and drink from it we would know that jesus our great high priest is present with us in this moment however we're feeling and the benefit, you know, that, that's, it's for our benefit that Jesus says in Scripture mm -hmm. when he talks about communion is do it, do it. And every time you do it, remember me. That's for us. That's not for him, you know, but, but it's, it's for our benefit that we can be reminded that in any situation, in any circumstance, when we do this thing of, of breaking bread and drinking from the cup, we can know that God is present with us in these moments and circumstances. Um, that's, that's my prayer for us today, that we would remind ourselves of God's great love for us, of, of his mercy, of for us, but of for this world, that God still loves this world. He loves everything about it. He loves, he loves every person in it. And his plan is to restore it to the way it's always meant to have been. And so we can be reminded of that today as we as we share in communion with our bubble or with just by ourselves to know that we're actually not alone, that Jesus is with us. It's his power. It's the powerful grace and unending mercy that would would give us strength to keep going. You know, it's so important to, to actually look in the context of the scripture that Angela read in, in Luke about that, that supper that Jesus held. Is, and to look in the context of just before it and just after it, just before a, one of Jesus' closest friends, one of the 12, um, had gone behind his back, had betrayed him, had, had you know, sold out his friendship for some money. 
you know, and, and then just after this Last Supper is, is um, another one of his closest friends will, will deny that he even knew him. And, and all of his closest friends, all of the people that he most poured his life into would scatter and, and Jesus would be left alone. And so what Jesus models for us is there's something about this meal. There's something about communion that gives us strength to endure all that we face. Mm. And so that's my hope for us. A couple of things that I just wanted to share with you um, that I felt in preparation for today is one, I love this part of, of Luke, and, and another translation puts it differently, is where Jesus um, had told his disciples to go prepare the way, go prepare the, excuse me, the, the, the meal, the feast. And and Jesus and the disciples are like, So where? Jesus, we don't have anything, we don't have a house, we know how how are we supposed to do this? Which is so much of I just love God's sense of humor. And Jesus tells the story about go into the city. And, and, and one translation puts it this way. It says, um, keep your eyes open as you enter the city and you'll find a man carrying a water jar. I love that. And I feel, I felt like for us today that the invitation was the same is, do you know, like we, I feel like God still is going ahead of us, preparing places, places of encounter Places where we can sit down and know the presence and be restored and renewed by, by the breaking of bread and the drinking of cup. And I really think that God has places prepared for you as you go out. And all we have to do is keep our eyes open and look out for those places, for those times. And they're probably really ordinary, like a man carrying a water jar. That's a, probably a, that was a really ordinary thing. Um, in in Jesus' day. But there's something about keeping our eyes open. So that's my first encouragement. My second is this. We've already uploaded um, the questions that we use for our Come to the Table series. And what I, what I would love for you to do in your bubble, um, you know, whether, you know, your families or however big or small your bubble is, is have a read through these questions. Let them provoke you. Let them think about your own journey, your own um, story of following Jesus and and really either share them with one another or or think about it and allow allow that to bring you um, closer to mind of the about the fact that your story has always been and will always be interwoven with God's story and God's story is interwoven with yours so be encouraged um, have a look through those things we'll just pray now and our angels is going to end with a prayer. Um, and we just ask that you would have a wonderful time in sharing of communion with, with Jesus and with one another. Yeah, we have our communion ready, but we decided we won't do it in front of you because we just look stupid. So, we'll Sorry, that was my call. <laughs> that was I'm not nice. eating bread and drinking a cup <laughs> on. Anyway. Anyway, so yeah, I will just pray and um, you can go and do that now or during the week or whatever. So Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would renew, refresh and really strengthen our hearts as we all come to your table today. God, as we hold this bread in this cup, we acknowledge that you're here with us, loving us and transforming us by the power of your Holy Spirit. God, we thank you that you never leave us and we ask that you'll increase our trust in you. Jesus, thank you for meeting with us today and for every time we come to the table. 
God, I pray for every person listening, for everyone who will listen. God, I just pray that you would be their strength. God, that your presence will be with them as they go into this week, whatever, whatever it looks like for each of us. God, that we would encounter you this week. In your beautiful name, amen. Amen. Have a great week, guys. Enjoy communion together and, and be restored and strengthened by his presence. See ya. Bye.